Welcome back, everyone, to the Beef Up Front podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle, joined once again by Joe Kometz as we are here with our college football New Year's Six preview bowl uh, of the bowl games. Uh, this year, a little bit different. Their games all are on New Year's. Uh, we got games on the 30th. We got games on New Year's Day. And then we got games on the 2nd as well. But we'll cover the six biggest bowl games, including the two uh, college football playoff games. Uh, welcome back, Joe. And uh, how you doing? I'm doing good. I can't believe, uh, knock on wood, we made it. We're here. End of the season, playoff, New Year's Six. Uh, I'm excited. they got a lot of great matchups ahead of us. All right. We are going to start on uh, first game is Wednesday night, uh, December 30th at 8 p.m. on ESPN. Uh, Florida, who comes in uh, at 8 and 3, will be playing Oklahoma, who is 8 and 2. Oklahoma enters the game as a three-point favorite, uh, over under 67 and a half. Uh, look for these two teams to score a lot of points. But uh, Florida will probably be missing their best player as Kyle Pitts has opted out and already declared for the draft. So they're a bit undermanned. But what are your thoughts on this matchup, Joe? Uh, see, I think Pitts being out is going to be a huge difference. So I don't know all like if like anyone in Oklahoma is opting out or anyone else like for Florida. But I feel like Florida is just kind of out of gas. Like, they blew it against LSU, and then that game against Bama was kind of like their Super Bowl. And now that they lost that game, I didn't know if how, like, obviously Kyle Trask is going to go out there and want to ball out, but I think uh, Oklahoma is going to win this game close. Going to be a great momentum builder for next season for the Sooners. And I just want to say quick, I'm loving how the uh, NCAA is kind of spacing these games out. Like, we have this game on Wednesday. We have mm-hmm. three games New Year's Day, two games Saturday. So we got – a lot of great college football spread out over a little bit of time. I like it. Yeah, I I'm agree with you here. I like Oklahoma as well. I think this game is going to be a shootout. Uh, Florida has the second most passing yards per game out of any team in the country. Oklahoma comes in at 12th. And then when it comes to total yards, t- Florida is ranked 10th in the country per game and Oklahoma 19th. So these are two teams, high-powered offenses. Uh, I, I think it's a big game for Kyle Trask, though. It's his first uh, – major bowl game that he'll be playing in as a starting quarterback. People are viewing him as a first-round pick. Uh, scouts usually weigh how these players show up in these big-time games. And Oklahoma's defense, historically, the Big 12, you know, the worst conference when it, t- when it comes to defense, uh, they've actually played pretty well this year. They held a Iowa, pretty good Iowa State team to uh, low points in their conference championship. So this will be a good test for Trask. Uh, but like we were saying earlier, uh, losing Kyle Pitts, who's probably going to be a top 10 pick in the draft, uh, the best tight end by far in the country, can play wide receiver as well. Him not playing in this one's going to uh, hurt this Florida offense. And I like what I saw out of Oklahoma against a really good Iowa State defense. Uh, and as you said, this will be a big win, I think, to springboard them into the next season as Spencer Rattler uh, comes back again. But I like Oklahoma to win by like three or four points, cover that, cover that three-point spread. And definitely uh, for the over to hit, this could be like a, a 45 to 40 type game. Uh, but our next game will be on Friday. Uh, this game is on New Year's Day, a 12 p.m. kickoff between uh, Georgia, who finished at 7-2 and two this year. I will be playing undefeated 9-0 and uh, Cincinnati in the Peach Bowl. Yes, the Peach Bowl. Yeah, so Georgia's a, a six-point favorite, and the over-under here is 50 and a half. 
Uh, the first game that we talked about, by the way, was the Cotton Bowl. But uh, what are your thoughts here, Joe? I got a bad feeling this game, like Georgia, is just going to dismantle Cincinnati. I feel like this is Cincinnati might be the best group of five team yet in like the New Year's Six's history. And I think they've gotten by far the toughest draw of any New Year's Six team, like a group of five team for a New Year's Six Bowl. Because like you had, you know, a couple of years ago when UCF was in, they got like an Auburn team that wasn't really that special that they beat. But this Georgia team, now that they got JT Daniels starting for them, they look like a completely different animal. They, you know, they smoked South Carolina and Missouri. Not, I know, great competition. But if you look like the week before with Stetson Bennett, they only beat Mississippi State by a touchdown. Then all of a sudden they come out with their, you know, quarter, transfer quarterback from USC and they're balling out. Their offense is looking legit. And this is going to be another big, like, springboard type of victory going into next season. Georgia is going to be probably favorited in the uh, SEC East with uh, a lot of people maybe picking them to upset Bama and potentially go into the playoff next year. Yeah, I agree with you here as well. I'm going to roll uh, with Georgia ever since Daniels came, uh, was uh, healthy after, because he was coming off, I believe, like a torn ACL, uh, and he didn't. they didn't want to rush him back as he'll be coming back next year as well. Uh, since he's came into the lineup, Georgia's offense has played a lot better. Uh, he's thrown nine touchdowns this year to only one interception in his limited playing time. Uh, and it's just, it's Georgia versus Cincinnati. The Cincinnati definitely uh, deserving of this bowl game had a great year at nine and zero, but Georgia's talent should overwhelm uh, Cincinnati in this one. And the Georgia offense is really clicking on, on all cylinders as we've uh, approached the end of the year here. Uh, I like this one to be like a, a low scoring game. Kind of, uh, I think these are two teams that run the ball well and play really good defense. Uh, but I'm going to roll with, with the Bulldogs here. In, in a tight battle, I, I like Cincinnati to cover that six-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, but I think this game might hit the hit the under of 50-and-a-half. But uh, I'll roll with Georgia here as well, just like you, Joseph. Uh, our next game now will be the Oregon versus Iowa State game. Uh, Fiesta Bowl, where... Uh, Oregon comes in at four and two, uh, having upset USC in the Pac-12 title game. Iowa State coming off a loss, as we were talking about, to Oklahoma in the Big 12 title game. Uh, this will be on Saturday, January 2nd at four on ESPN. And Iowa State is a five-point favorite with the over/under at 57 and a half. Thoughts here, Joe? I feel like this is going to be a great game. I feel like it's going to be a very close game. Oregon, you know, like the entire Pac-12, I've been saying on this podcast ever since they came back. Um, they haven't really impressed me. I think Iowa State, though, at the same time, like their offense still needs a little bit of work, which next year they get Brees Hall back, they get Brock Purdy back. So that'll be exciting to see them next year. Them versus Oklahoma next year is going to be a great game. But uh, I think Iowa State's going to win this game, like a 20-17 to 17 type of game. So if I was a betting man, I would take the under and I would take Oregon State to cover the spread, but Iowa State to win the game uh, close. And once again, I've been saying this, with all the games so far, another huge momentum, like springboard type of game for next season for the Cyclones. I agree here as well. Three for three so far. Uh, <laughs> Iowa State, they, they've been a, a team that I've been really high on all year. A uh, bit of a disappointing game in the Big 12 title game. But their, their starting safety, who was the uh, Big 12 defensive freshman of the year, uh, he he was ejected on like the third play of the game in that Big 12 title game. 
that was a big hit to their yeah, that was a big hit to their defense. Uh, they definitely missed him. As Ashim Young, he's one of the top safeties in the country. Uh, as only a freshman, he's going to be a really good player there for years to come. But when you lose a guy like that out of the lineup that early in the game, that's a huge momentum shift to the other team. So I think that had to uh, play a big part in why Oklahoma won. But I'm definitely rolling with Iowa State here. Uh, Oregon played a really bad, I think, USC team who's squeaked by in all their games this year. Uh, and their luck ca- caught up to them in the Pac-12 title game. Uh, Oregon's not a very good team. I like the well-balanced attack of Iowa State. Uh, they bring a really good defense to the table. I agree here as well, though, with the under. But I think Iowa State is going to win by uh, at least a touchdown in this one. So give me Iowa State minus four and a half and uh, the under, though. Uh, now we will be moving to the Rose Bowl, the first game of the playoff that we'll be covering, where your Notre Dame fighting Irish, Joseph, come in at 10-1. and uh, We'll be playing undefeated 11-0 Alabama. Uh, this is on New Year's Day at 4. Uh, on ESPN, Alabama, uh, currently a 20-point tw- favorite on Tuesday afternoon, uh, over under 65 and a half. Uh, what are your thoughts here, Joe? You're, can your uh, Fighting Irish pull this one out? Not a chance in hell will we pull this out. Notre Dame, I feel like, is going to just get demolished. Alabama has three of the top five like Heisman votes. Like I know, like the technically Najee Harris like wasn't a finalist, but he was the first guy like left out of that final four. They, they, Alabama's insane. I feel like this, you know, it's just gonna. We'll get to the Clemson Ohio State game in a minute. Uh, I don't think Notre Dame is gonna cover. What's the spread? Like seventeen and a half, eighteen and a half, nineteen and a half, something like that. It's Notre a, Dame. I don't. It's a twenty right now. It just keeps rising. I think what'll start is, and it'll be kind of just like the ACC title game. Notre Dame will have a the first like a good first quarter. It'll be close at the end of the first quarter, and then Bama will wake up and just beat the crap out of us. I feel like this game is not even going to be close. Yeah, the uh, the Fighting Irish have a, a tough battle ahead. Uh, I think the big thing in this one, it, it kind of sounds dumb, but they they need a good first quarter. They need like a first quarter where they're either leading or, or tied by the end of the first. Uh, or, or, or Alabama, I think, will just run away with it. Uh, if Notre Dame is able to control the clock and Ian Book takes care of the football, it's only thrown two interceptions all year, but if they're able to run the ball and keep that high-powered Alabama offense off the field, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, Devontae Smith, uh, Jalen, or Mitchie, I always forget his, his first name, but he's a really good wide receiver as well. Uh, this Alabama team is just full of first-round draft picks on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, and they can go off for 50 points, even against a really good Notre Dame uh, defense. But if, if Notre Dame wants any chance in this one, they need to be able to control the clock and keep that offense off the field. Uh, I don't think they have enough firepower to keep up with Alabama in the long run. Uh, I think they might be able to keep it close, get some people thinking after about a quarter, a quarter and a half, though, uh, the power of Alabama will take over. Najee Harris, 24 rushing touchdowns on the year. Uh, they'll be able to run the ball if the passing game's not working. If the passing game's not working, just run the ball. Uh, very versatile, well-balanced offense that can do it all. Uh, I like Alabama here. Uh, I think they might, like, by the end, cover by cover that 20-point spread. But I, I think it'll be a decently close game uh, throughout. But Alabama's uh, firepower will take over at the end. I like the over to hit in this one, though. Uh, 
Next game we will be covering, I skipped over the Texas A&M UNC game by accident. Uh, we'll come back to that one at the end, but we'll move on to the second game of the playoff now. Uh, we're third-ranked Ohio State, only at 6-0. and uh, We'll be playing a 10-1 Clemson. Uh, this game is on Friday night on uh, New Year's at 8 p.m. on ESPN. And Clemson is a 7.5-point favorite over under 67.5. Uh, I think Clemson, you know, is going to win this game. But if you, because you just look at Ohio State, they've only played six games and they really haven't. Their only like real impressive win is like, I mean, I guess you could say Indiana and Northwestern, but to me, Northwestern is not a good football team. Northwestern, you know, lost to Michigan State and Indiana, you know, who knows how good Indiana really is because they ended up being six and one with their best game was a loss. And uh, I, this is just, I know it's off topic, but Indiana's playing like the seventh or eighth place SEC team in the Outback Bowl, also on January 2nd. I think Ole Miss is going to win that game. I don't think the Big Ten's that good. Justin Fields really having, if this was a full season, it like this would have been like what his, not his sophomore slump. It's his second year starting. So people would like say that, I guess. I don't, he hasn't impressed me this year, you know, in his two big games this season against Indiana, you know, 18 for 30, 300 yards passing, two TDs, three interceptions, you know, not that good. And then in the Big Ten title game against Northwestern, he goes 12 for 27, 114 yards, two picks. And this Clemson defense is the best defense he'll probably play before going to the NFL next year. And uh, I, by a side note, I do not want my Jets to touch him at number two. I just want that out on the podcast. Uh, I think Clemson's going to win this game. I think Clemson's going to pull away late because although I don't know, you know, Justin Fields is kind of shaky at QB right now. Ohio State's run game is legit. I think that's been shown this year. Um, I feel like this game is going to be like 34 to 20, you know what I mean? Or like a 41-27, you know, like a 13 to 14 point game. Uh, where Clemson's going to like break away late, have like a big stop, you know, get a touchdown already when, when they're up a score just to kind of put it out of reach. And then we're going to have Clemson Bama part 84, it feels like, huh. in the national title, in my opinion. I'll, I'll flip the script here, actually, and take Ohio State in, wow. in a stunner. Uh, I think most people are expecting uh, Clemson to just roll over Ohio State, but as you're saying, the Ohio State offense has kind of struggled uh, in some games this year, uh, especially last week against Northwestern. But their defense has been really good as well for most of the year. I mean, this is Ohio State team that churns out first rounders on the defensive side of the ball each year. Like they got some playmakers over there. Uh, if they're able to get after Trevor Lawrence and who has throughout his college career, if, if you could look at one flaw, he does make uh, some poor decisions sometimes, throwing the football down the field for some interceptions. Uh, He's pretty much the, the perfect prospect, but he does get a, a little turnover prone from time to time. Uh, if the Ohio State pass rush is able to get after Lawrence in this game and enforce a few turnovers, and as you were saying, their rushing game is is legit. Seventh in the country, uh, 275.7 yards a game. Uh, Trey Sermon last week, or in the Big Ten title game against Northwestern, rushed for 331 yards and uh, three touchdowns, I believe. He had a great game there. Just as I was saying with the last game, uh, if they can have a well-balanced offense, Fields needs to take care of the football. But if they're able to run the ball with Sermon, uh, Master Teague, uh, even Justin Fields is great. 
when it comes to running the football. Ohio State has a chance, and they have some uh, that bulletin board material too. As Davo Sweeney, I'm sure you heard Joe, he voted uh, Ohio State is the 11th best team in the country. Uh, I'm sure they've Moron. been talking about they've been talking about that all week. That that's like just something I feel like you'll see on ESPN. Uh, the Ohio State players calling them out if they win the game or something. Uh, that was the first they, video when I looked up the game. It was the first video that came up. It was like, <laughs> why Dabo ranked Ohio State so low? It's like, who cares? All you did was give Ohio State ammo. So I will yeah, agree exactly. with you with that. They could use that. And, you know, like, I think it's going to be a good game. But I like I mm-hmm. just think the other side of the coin, I feel like Justin Fields is going to have like a late turnover. Clemson uh-huh. will score, put the game out of reach. But either way, I'm very excited for this game. Yeah, I mean – Last year, uh, people forget, like, Ohio State was going in to score and, and the receiver ran the wrong route. Uh, if he ran the post, I think he went out and ran a corner instead and fields through the interception. Uh, but they would have scored a touchdown and they would have won the football game. Uh, this is obviously two different teams. Clemson uh, has played better this year. But uh, I'm going to take the upset here. Uh, as I said, that bulletin board material, uh, the great rushing attack, and, and they have some pass rush and some good playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I'm, I'm going to roll with Ohio State here, actually. Uh, so Ohio State plus seven and a half. I'm taking them. And, and I think over under 66 and a half, uh, I could see it being like a 35-31 game. So uh, yeah. I'm going to take the under here. Uh, and then we'll go back to a uh, game we skipped over. Uh, this one is on Saturday night at 8. It features fifth-ranked Texas A&M, who a lot of people feel like got snubbed. Uh, they will be playing in the Orange Bowl against uh, North Carolina. Texas A&M, only a 7-point favorite here. I thought they would be a little bit more over under 65.5. Uh, Saturday night, January 2nd at 8 o'clock on ESPN. Thoughts here? To me, this game is an absolute coin flip of a game because A&M, you know, they are 10 and one. They've had a great or eight and one. I don't know why I said 10 and one, eight and one, you know, they had a very good season, but they haven't really like, you know, really wowed me. Like they beat Tennessee, you know, they had an impressive win against Tennessee, but like they beat LSU by 13. They're, you know, they only beat Auburn by 11, A&M by, or Arkansas by 11. They haven't really impressed me. North Carolina has a very high powered offense, but now on the other side, North Carolina, I know has a couple opt outs. I'm pretty sure one of their best running backs opted out. I think one of their receivers opted out. There's probably more opt-outs, you know. I will be rooting mm-hmm. for North Carolina. I think AM will win like a close game late. Like this could be like a three to seven point game. I hope UNC wins so you won't see all over Twitter, oh AM should have been in over Notre Dame and Ohio State and all this crap. It's like they would have gotten killed the same way as Notre Dame would have. But uh I hope UNC wins this game because once again we've been common theme with all of the non uh, playoff bowl games. Huge springboard material next year if North Carolina could pull this off because next year in the ACC you're not going to have Notre Dame. They're going to go back to being an independent, which I think is stupid. But regardless of what I think, you're going to have Sam Howell next year coming out having a chance because they're in the opposite division of Clemson, right? Yes. Are they? In- Yes, so you're going to have most likely, unless something crazy happens, North Carolina taking on Clemson next year for the ACC title, and that's you know that's going to be a lot of fun. But it all you know if they can win this game, this is huge for next season going forward. But I think A and M will win this game close, low scoring because A and M does have a pretty good defense, um, and I think Sam Howell is just going to kind of be overwhelmed. 
because this is going to be this this is going to be the second best defense besides Notre Dame with those players opting out. I don't know if uh, he'll be able to get it done on his own. I think you can also say, Joe, that this is a, a big game for Texas A&M. Finished on a strong note. Uh, this is by far the best season they've had under Jimbo Fisher. And, I mean, obviously the only only loss this year is Alabama. They're, and that's what they're going to be working for all next season. Uh, hopefully, for, for their sake, this is a, a game that they can ride into the offseason on a high note. Uh, at, just as you were saying about North Carolina. Uh, I'm going to take Texas A&M here, though, as well. I think this is a game that has a potential to break the scoreboard. Uh, Texas A&M does have a really good defense, but UNC's offense has just been electric this year. I mean, they put up 62 on a Miami team last week that's uh, one of the, regarded as one of the like top 25 defenses in the country. Uh, over under 65 and a half. I love the over here. Uh, I mean, both of these teams can throw the ball, run the ball, uh, both balanced offenses. Sam Howell is has been an electric quarterback all year. Uh, this will be a big game for him, a good test against uh, NFL-type competition with the Texas A&M defense. But at the end of the day, uh, I think A&M is just a, a more well-balanced, uh, well-rounded team. Kellen Mond, I feel like this is his 10th year in college. Uh, he's probably going to want to win win his last start. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to use that extra year eligibility or if he will go to the draft, but uh, he's had a pretty good senior year, 19 touchdowns, only three interceptions. I think a late Sam Howell, uh, Sam Howell interception is what uh, hurts the Tar Heels at the end in this one. Uh, but I'll take North Carolina plus eight. I think Texas a will win this game by like five or six points, but uh, I really like the over here. But that'll do it for uh, our our bowl game previews. Uh, we'll be back with one more episode this season on uh, uh, for the special college football national championship preview. We'll, we'll be breaking down everything. We'll have spread over under player matchups, uh, stats, some prop bets, maybe even. Uh, but look forward to talking to everyone one more time this season. Uh, thanks again, Joe, for coming on, and everyone uh, stay safe out there and happy new year. Go Irish.